discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boati. grateful once again thank you for the power of your word thank you for this opportunity we have once again amen in jesus name we receive your word with meekness with gladness with joy with excitement with great expectation thank you for miracles signs and wonders that proceed out of your word and thank you for great establishments thank you that your holy spirit displaces thoughts that are not from you and introduces thoughts that are from you into our minds to your glory even in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. I think you should give the Lord a shout. What do you think? Beautiful. The more spiritual you become, the more open you become. Paul said, I could not, and I brethren could not speak unto you as unto spiritual. That's first Corinthians chapter three, verse one. And I brethren could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. So in, in Christ, you can either be a baby or you can be a spiritual person there are a lot of christians who don't want to be spiritual you see they want to they are stumbling between two opinions how many of you know lot lot in the bible one of the first things lot did when he was backsliding reverend george preached about it so it's one of the messages you should listen to backsliding how to backslide yes he preached at chronum in our church in kuma one of our churches in kumase how to buy it's on the podcast maybe you have not seen it so one of the first things that happened to lot was that lot left he left where he was supposed to be you see he left abraham the second thing that happened to him was that when he left abraham he went to pitch his tent against uh, he went to build a house facing sodom and gomorrah he didn't go to sodom and gomorrah immediately he was facing it you see, he, yeah, he plays it before him. That was what he was seeing constantly. Hallelujah. Yes, he plays Sodom and Gomorrah before him. And he was always seeing the things that they were doing. Yes. You can be a Christian and you have pitched your tent very close to Sodom and Gomorrah. Do you see what I'm talking about? You're a Christian, but there are some songs you just can't, it's like... You like what I'm saying or you don't like what I'm saying? Yes. There are some songs. You can't stop listening to them. Uh, who are the people who are singing these days? <laughs> I know Maverick City and Elevation. and Those are the people I know. I don't know the other. Who, who are the other people? Who? Jackie. Jackie. Kwesiatha. Black Sheriff. Kweku the Traveler. It's your favorite song. So now, a certain word is normal to you. You see, a certain word is normal. It's like, oh, you see. 
It's a problem. Mm. That, that was why he pitched his tent. It says, and Abraham dwelt in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelt in the city of the plain, and pitched his tent toward Sodom. He didn't go into Sodom immediately. He pitched, it starts by you pitching your tent by Sodom. You see, you're on the borders of Sodom. You are not inside Sodom. You are the borders. One leg is in Christ, one leg is outside of Christ. You see, you know, you know, you know what you are, you know what you are supposed to do, but you don't want to do what you are supposed to do. Do you get it? You know that that boy will lead you into all kinds of things, but then it's like, this is it. This is what I find myself in. Do you see? Don't say it is my opinion. It is what the word of God says. If you say it's my opinion, yes, right now we have all kinds of people. We are, we are in challenging times. Yes. We, have, we are in a time where the liberals are winning the battle. You see? Yes. They are pushing it to make everybody behave however he or she wants to behave. However you please. What you like is what you do. Do you see? Please yourself. It's in the Bible. It's in the latter days, men shall be lovers on themselves than lovers of God. People will love themselves. Like, what makes you happy? What makes me happy? And it's, it's inside the church. What makes me happy? This is what makes me happy. I don't like the worship. I don't like the opening prayer. I like the message. So I'll come at 10 or 10.30 and come and listen to them. That's what the the worship and I'm not interested. I'm coming at this time. I don't know if you get it. Yeah. Mm. A lot of people, he says, for all, men shall be lovers on this, their own. So go, go back to verse 1 so that we can see what he's talking about. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 1. This know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. Okay, then he says, for men, the first thing is that men shall be lovers of their own selves. Covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. You see, unthankful, disobedient to parents. They, they don't, they are, you are not, you don't want to be under authority. Do you get it? That's the kind of time we are in now. Like, there's a lot of freedom, so much liberty. There are no boundaries anymore. What do you think about what I'm saying? No boundaries anymore. So it's like everybody you can do whatever you want to do. You can do it, and it is causing a very huge problem because you see, nothing works without boundaries. Everything, even the sea, has been given a boundary. If the sea was given liberty, all of us would not be here to swallow all of us. Do you see? Yes. That's why when you build, you put up a wall <laughs> so that someone can just come and come into your house. Hallelujah. Yeah, so because there are no boundaries, very wild times, everybody thinks that they, their opinion is what should reign and what should rule. This is what I think. This is what I want. This is my right. This is my whatever. This is what makes me happy. So someone can be in the house of God, the word of God is coming, and the person also has their own uh, intention, agenda, philosophy, your own way of doing things. Before you realize you are you have you have gone in a certain light and you are no more in the house of God. You are no more, you don't believe in Jesus Christ anymore. And the devil has won in your case. One of the things a lot of Christians forget is that there's someone called the devil with his demons and his courts who don't like you, who are always around and want to destroy your life. Always around and want to destroy your life. But you may not know. 
You see, because the spirituality is not there, you forget that they are demons. You forget that they are principalities and powers, rulers of dark, darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places, who are arranged against you. I pray for grace for you to become more spiritual. Is it that guy who is talking to you? He's not, he's not, he's an agent of the devil. Yes, he's been sent. He's been sent. Is that true, though? You may not know that he's sent. He may, oh, of course. All those who are sent don't know that they are sent. All human beings who are sent by the devil do not know that they are sent. It's in the Bible. Matthew chapter, if you read your Bible, you see Matthew chapter 16, verse 21. They don't know at all. From that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chiefs and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day. This is the will of God. I mean, this is the will of God concerning Jesus, right? Then Peter spoke. Then Peter took him, took Jesus, and began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord. This shall not be unto you. Be it far from you, Lord. This shall not be unto you. Look at, at Jesus' answer. But he turned and said unto, unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me. This is Satan. This was Satan talking. But Peter didn't know that Satan was talking through him. He didn't know that Satan was using him at that particular point in time. Yes. He says, Thou art an offense unto me, for thou savorest not, or thou, you don't like the things that are of God, but you like the things that are of men. It's an offense. Things that are of men. Oh, this is what we do. When it comes to the things of God, you don't like it. But when it comes to the things of men, you are very happy about it. Clearly, there's a satanic influence. And you, don't even, you may not even know. If you don't read your Bible carefully, you will not know. Do you understand? Yeah, so sometimes someone is being used. A certain lady is actually a demon. Around at that particular time. Arranged for you. And you don't know. Or a certain friend, good friend, bosom friend. Do you know bosom friend? Bosom friend. It's a problem, but you don't you don't know that she has been sent. There are those who are, who know they are sent. We have a lady in our church. She's in UK now. She's a nurse in UK now. I'm sure she's watching us. Who had a roommate when she was in university here? You know, one day she came from school. And when she got to the room, she felt like burning all her panties. Strongly, it came to her, burn all your panties. The Holy Spirit started talking to her, burn all your panties. So she took all the panties and burned them. And bought a new set that same day. When the roommate came home, came back to the room, she said, hey, you, you are very, you are very serious with God, eh? You would have seen what, what would have happened to you today. Yes, I'm actually sent. Yes, she told her, I'm sent from under under the sea. Yes, and I was I wanted to give you um, last that will never live your life. So I wore all your panties. I wore all your panties today when you left the room. I was waiting for you to come and come and wear one. When you wear one, uh, that's it. A serpent will enter. You see, sometimes you don't know you don't know about deliverance. People being delivered. People people have had snakes come out of their private parts. 
Oh yes. <laughs> you are so. Some people are so blinded. It's amazing. Like a certain man was having sex with a certain woman, eh? enjoying himself, and then he felt something biting him fr from inside the woman's uh, VJJ. <laughs> you know VJJ? Yeah. Something bit him. Something like a snake. So when he pulled out, he noticed that two it's like fans eh, on, at the tip of his penis. And then his penis started shrinking. True story. I'm not joking with you. And it shrank up to date. Yeah. It's like, oh, sex is nothing. This our days. You can do whatever. Let's just do it. You're, you, you, there's something you, you get it. You, you you think that the word of God is nothing. Be delivered from having those thoughts in Jesus' name. I pray that the word of God will mean a lot for you, and that truly to be a, a light for your path. Yes, a real light for your path to guide you in this dark and crooked world. Yes. So that you see the way God wants you to see. Hallelujah. Yeah, some, you don't, they don't know that they are sent. And there are those who know that they are sent. Yes. The lady go angry. She was angry. Hey, Charlie, you. Why didn't you wear it? That was the initial, uh, you know, why, uh, why did you bend your panties? Why? I just felt like bending them. Why? What is the problem? Then she started talking. Yes. She started talking. So the, these things are real, they are there, and you need to be awakened to the fact that these things are there. There are demons that are sent to frustrate you from doing anything that God wants you to do. So you are shepherd in the house of God, and you feel frustrated all the time. Yeah, without any reason. Like you don't find strength to do what you are supposed to do. Do you see? Uh -huh. Clearly there's something wrong. You need to pray about it. You are thinking of giving up even. There's something wrong. Hallelujah. So don't pitch your tent between Sodom. That's, that's how it starts. You start looking at Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, the nice things that are there. What is going on in the world. You are fully updated. We become by seeing. The more we see and hear, the more we become. Do you see? How do you create desire for something? How do you create desire? If you want to, why would you want to eat at Golden Tulip? Because you've seen, or someone has told you about it. Showed you, do you know Golden Tulip is now changing from Golden Tulip to another hotel? You know, Lancaster, something, something. Yes. Maybe another type of food will come. <laughs> If someone does not talk about the food, hey, I went to eat lasagna at Pomano. There's a hotel, there's a restaurant called Pomano. It's an Italian restaurant. Very nice. Coded place. If they don't show you, you never know. There's something like that exists there. Hey. So, you see, now that I've mentioned something you don't know, it's like, hey, what is that? Maybe I'll have to Google it and see what it is. Desire is there by, by speech and by sight. Those of you who are into food, 
when you see uh, maybe Instagram, some posts on Instagram of food. One day I saw a uh, plantain, right? Bored plantain with incontumere and some things. Ah! I was like, man, it's been a while since I ate this thing. By virtue of seeing it, I, I had desire and I went to look for some to eat. Oh, yes. Yes. Do you see? How do you become more spiritual? You become more spiritual by what you see and hear about, about the word. You see? The more you hear about the anointing or about the Holy Spirit and what it does for you, the more interested you become. Do you see? You are interested like, ah, I want to have this happening in my life. The more you hear testimonies about giving, the more you want to. You also want to give. You heard something. Hey, this thing is true. Some of us, we, that's how we live. So the testimonies are so much. We don't know where to even start from and where to end. Yes. The testimonies are so, so many testimonies all the time. It's a life. I mean, we keep giving. We keep receiving. My wife and I are just do some, doing some calculation of what we are supposed to give today to God. And it's, just, it's, it's a lot. And we're all looking at our, our faces and we're just laughing. You know, that's it. I mean, you give, you receive. The more you give, the more you receive. Every single thing that you do comes out of the, a desire to do, which is stirred by what you see and what you hear. So if you keep seeing and hearing the wrong thing, do you see? I mean, you, you should, you'll be surprised. Don't be surprised if you have a certain type of result around you and a certain type of feeling. Every time your feelings are along a certain line, your thoughts are along a certain line, it's because of the things that you have pitched before you. It's because of what you are seeing all the time and what you are hearing all the time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He pitched his tent toward Sodom and was seeing what was going on. The Bible says, in, if you read in 2 Peter chapter 2, it talks about how this righteous man had his righteous soul vexed by the things which he saw and heard. 2 Peter chapter 2, let's read from verse 7 so that it makes more sense. It says, and delivered just lot or righteous, the word justice, righteous, righteous lot. Vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked. You see, so Lot was a righteous man. Lot was what? He was a righteous man who was defeated. He was a Christian who was defeated by his environment. And delivered righteous Lot. He calls him righteous twice. And delivered just Lot, which is righteous Lot. Okay? Uh, this was ASV. And delivered righteous Lot, saw distressed by the las- lascivious life of the wicked. Uh, go to King James now. And delivered just Lot. Vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked. Next verse. For that righteous man, this one calls him righteous man. So he was a righteous just like you and I. By virtue of his faith in Christ. You see, for that righteous man dwelling among them in seeing and hearing, vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. The more you see and the more you hear, the more you vex your right. And the more unspiritual you become, the more demonic influenced you become demon influence you become Charlie believe in these things though as we are sitting here there's a huge realm of darkness and a huge realm of of light from that's the realm of, of the spirit the Holy Spirit which is here even in this church as I'm talking demons are also talking to you they are trying they are making efforts to unknow what I'm saying to make you sleepy to to, to think in a certain way, to argue with what is, is, what is being... I mean, I'm, I'm sharing the word of God with you. I'm not saying anything. I'm just sharing the word of God with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. And before long, you don't believe in some things anymore. Yeah. Before long, you have changed. Yeah. 
you have become some way. Before long, you have become divisive. You start creating a group. You see? Oh, a squad. These are my people. These are the people I like. These are the people I love. And you start excluding some people. Yeah, but the more spiritual you become, the more inclusive you become. You, you start including others. You start loving others. The love of God is shed abroad in your heart more and more by the Holy Ghost. So you want, to, you want to embrace everybody. I mean, when you fellowship with the Spirit, seriously, when you come out of fellowship with the Spirit, you feel like, you feel like embracing everyone. Everybody's nice. You don't see the some wayness of anyone. I mean, everybody, oh, Charlie, how are you? It's good to see you. I've missed you. Wow, you are blessed. That's how you become. Yes, instead of, my friend, get out. I don't know, you get out. Yeah. Hallelujah. So it's important to set the right things before you. The Bible says, I've set the Lord always before me. Eh? I've set the Lord always before me. You must set the Lord always. It says, my son, give me your heart and let your eyes observe my ways. Let your, let your eyes observe the ways of God. Hallelujah. So look at this. Psalm 16 verse 8. I have set the Lord always before me because it's at my right hand. I shall not be moved. I have set the Lord. Always. So you must learn to set the Lord before you all the time. You must learn to let the word of God influence you all the time. Do you see? Yes. Keep watching the messages. Keep listening to the messages. Keep reading your Bible. Okay? Your Bible is very important. You should be reading your Bible every day. Even if you don't understand what you're reading, just read. You'll be surprised that as you're reading it like that, it will start kicking something up in you, rising something up in you. Just keep reading. Keep reading. Okay? The messages we share with you are, are to serve as guides for you. Because after you listen to a message, you hear verses in it. You write those verses down. You see, I just showed you Psalm 16, eh? verse 8. I have set the Lord always before me. I have set the Lord always before So you write it down. As you listen to it, you notice that, ah, this verse was said. Then you, you take advantage of the verse, and you keep the verse for yourself. That, that's, how, that's how it works. That's why we listen to messages. Do you see? When you are listening to a message, certain thoughts are introduced to you. Thoughts you never... You, you, think, you may not have been thinking about what I'm saying when you were coming. But as I'm talking, a lot of things are coming to you. Oh, that's why this, that's why that, that's why... So you, it, it helps you. I don't know if I'm making sense. Yes, it helps you. Hallelujah. And you start exchanging your thoughts, the thoughts of Satan with the thoughts of God. Because Satan comes in thoughts. He comes in thoughts. He comes in words. Do you see? So it's very important. In Jesus' name. Say, I decide to become more spiritual. Yes. I pray for grace for you to become more spiritual. Yes. More spiritual. More spiritual. Full of the Holy Ghost all the time. All the time. Your business depends on it. Your academics depends on it. Haven't you noticed how these things dry you up? Facebook, WhatsApp. Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, WhatsApp, Netflix, Skype, uh -huh. Zoom. <laughs> then various websites. Do you see? Huh. All these things are things that you are engaging with your eyes all the time. You see? And the world is designed to, to, to take life out of you. To take juiciness out of you. Yes. So the more you engage your eyes, your ears, the drier you become. I don't know if you've noticed. Is it true? Is what I'm saying true? Does it happen to you? 
Yes. You, you, you see that you are drying up. You are drying up. You are becoming some way. You are not so... You are not so balanced. Your thoughts are not consistent. You are distracted. You are becoming more and more confused, more and more frustrated. Yeah, because those things, they don't, they don't bring life. They actually take life out of you. That's what they are designed for, to take life out of you. They drain you. You see, but the more you spend time with God's word, the more life you receive, and the more buoyant you become, the more refreshed you become, the more you, you pray in tongues and talk to the Lord and you know be with the Lord, the fresher you become. That, that's the truth. Hallelujah. So choose life. Choose what? Choose life and not death. Who would choose death on a normal day? Nobody will choose death on a normal day. It's because death is designed very nicely. That is why you choose it. Yes. Moses told the children of Israel in Deuteronomy, I said before you, life and death. Choose life. So you must decide to choose life. I'm not saying don't use any of those things. But be smart. Do you get it? Go for what you want. Don't be, don't be stuck in it. You're just scrolling. Hmm? Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19 I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have said before you life and death blessing and cursing therefore choose life that, that, that both thou and thy seed may live or you can choose life okay, which is the word of God which is also on your phone same phone it's also on your phone you can choose to read that read books eh? read, bo- read good books Hmm? Ken Hagen's books are there. Bishop Dark's books are there. Taylor's one's books are there. You'll be refined. You'll be shocked. Yes. Kenneth Copeland's books are there. Hmm? Jerry Savelle. All these wonderful people are there. I was talking to a certain man of God, a man of God that I love very much. And he told me that last year he read about 75 books. 75 books. I said, how did you find time for it? Yes, because he's married with children. He's a man of God. He's always preaching all over the place. He said, ah, we'll do it. It's because reading God's word and God's books, books that are related, informs you and nourishes you and makes you a better Christian. Okay? Where, uh, my wife was listening to a message during the night and she was telling me about it this morning of um, a businessman who had, had become bankrupt. He's a businessman, no? he had become, but this is Yongi Cho's church, Paul Yongi Cho, or David Yongi Cho. And he came to the church. And when he came to the church, he started hearing about the Holy Spirit, the voice of the Spirit, following, fellowshipping with the Spirit, like I'm telling you now. And he decided to do it. So he started pushing and getting deeper and deeper with the Spirit. And he became a millionaire, dollar millionaire. In South, you know, Yongi Cho had about 50,000 millionaires, multi multi millionaires in his church. 50,000 and more. Multi millionaires. Yes. I mean, you go, people in some owners of Samsung in his, in his church, and they, 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 they came as poor people, and they became rich whilst they were in church. That is, that is what church is meant for. If only you listen to what is being said and do what is being said, you will prosper. That, that's, that's what the Bible says. You see, fellowship with the Spirit is not for, it's not for pastors. <laughs> it's not for pastors. If you knew, 
that bringing a certain type of phone into this country will have, let's say if you knew that iPhone was going to become a big deal in this country and, or in the world, what would you have done as a businessman 10 years ago? You'd have invested heavily in it, isn't it? Uh, but because you didn't know, do you see what I'm talking about? Because you didn't know as a businessman, you didn't invest, you went, you put your money at men's gold rather. Hallelujah. The money is bent, it's gone. You see, because even though you were someone said I gave my fight, and I was being told about one of our church members who is not giving, he's not giving tight for the last three years. And this pastor has spoken to him three times. Okay, three different times. Called because he's a shepherd. This pastor has called him into his office, spoken to him three different occasions. Give your fight. And he didn't mind. One day he said, Oh, I've heard. And he came to stand when they caught for tight people who are giving your tight. He came to stand in front and gave an empty envelope. Yes, just to let the pastor know that he has given it. And when he checked, he realized it was empty. Who are you deceiving? And his reason is that, uh, well, he was in church and he was giving his tithe and all of that. And he put his money in men's gold and he didn't get anything from there. You see, you, you <laughs> can you imagine? That was his reason. It, it, you have to listen to the Holy Spirit for yourself. All this guy, gentleman, did was to follow the Holy Spirit and his leading. Praying, like becoming spiritual is for your own good, though. It is for your own good, for your business to work. You need to become spiritual. Abraham was not a was not a pastor. He was a businessman. Read your Bible. You see how Jacob became prosperous. Jacob had the blessings of Abraham. He had the birthright on him. Stolen, of course, from his older brother. You see, but he was not prospering. He was not prospering at all. He was working for his uncle, and his uncle was reviewing his salary downwards. Downward review. Every other month, the salary will be reduced some more. Yes, for years and years and years. He worked seven years for one wife. And when, after the seven years of working for that, the wife, the wedding day, they deceived him. They brought another lady. The firstborn, Leah, was brought to him. And they did the wedding with the veil on. And, you know, Jewish weddings are done in the evenings. You see? So, when they finished the wedding, he went straight. He couldn't wait. He went straight to the bedroom. I mean, he didn't even look at, I, I mean, he didn't look at the lady's face. Just everything. Pa, 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 finish. Then in the morning, when he stretched, ah, Rich, I love you. When he stretched, it was, ah, what is this? It was Leah. So, he rushed out of the room and went to his father's, father-in-law's room and said, what do you mean? What have you done? Why are you giving me Leah? This is not what I want. I wanted the younger one, Rachel. And the father-in-law said, ah, in our country, we don't do it like that. You can't, you can't, the younger one cannot marry before the older one. So I'm sorry. If you want the younger one, you have to work for another seven years. Yes. Bright price, seven years of work. So he worked another seven years for Rachel. So 14 years of labor for a wife, one wife. He was looking for one wife, but he got two. <laughs> and he had to work another seven years eh, for his own children. For them to get their liberty. Seven more years of work. So 21 years of work for nothing. I mean, who works for wife and children? Just to marry and have children is just working. Yes, work for 21 years for wife and children. I tell you. Someone who had the blessings of God upon him. 
But when the Lord started, when he started seeking the Lord and started asking the Lord questions, God started showing him what to do. And when the Lord started showing him what to do and he started implementing what the Lord was showing, he became rich within seven years. Within the last seven years, the last, the 15th to the 21st year, God told him to start his own business. Showed him what to do. And he started doing it. When he started doing it, I've told you this, the blessings of Abraham show forth when you do your own business. Hello? Or when you decide to do extra. Five to eight will not do much for you. Five to eight will just give you what you eat. If you want to get more, you need to go beyond five to eight. Laziness will not allow you to become rich. Most people in this part of the world are not rich because of laziness and sex. Laziness and desire for sex and enjoyment. That is the problem we have in Africa. Nonsense life. Hallelujah. Do you see what I'm talking about? Just laziness. Laziness. You come home, you're asleep. Even if you're working for somebody, you need to start doubling up. If, if, you are into, if, you, if you know that God wants you to be a career person and all of that, start doubling up. If you are going to be sleeping at 8 a.m., 8 p.m., and wake up at uh, 6 a.m. and go to work because you are so tired, I don't know what to do with my... Hey, you are not going to get much. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Uh-huh. It's, it's, you, ha- you, you don't come into prosperity by laziness. You can see or see if you are lazy, you are not going to get anything. Laziness. You must tell the ground. I preached on it. What to do after it, now that you have given. It's a message I preached some two years ago. Now that you have given. It's, it's on the podcast. You can listen to it. You need to work. You need to what? Work. work. And be serious with what you are doing. And when you are working, allow the Holy Spirit to direct you. Learn what it means for the Holy Spirit to direct you. The Holy Spirit directs you through his word. As you are reading the Bible, the Holy Spirit can show you. Do this. That is how I have led the church up to this point. Through the leadings of the Holy Spirit, do this, do that, pay attention to this. And when I hear, you see, uh, maybe you don't know, but I'm a tireless worker. Maybe you don't know. Uh-huh. You should see me moving around. You should see me doing things. I know how to rest and I know how to work. <coughs> if something needs to be done, it, it has to be done. Yes. You may think I'm not doing anything. Because you don't see me doing things. Yes. Why should I let you? 90% of what you do for things to work is hidden. Only 10% is seen. Yes. So you don't have to see it. Hallelujah. Those who are close may see one or two things. Even that one, you may not see everything. You will never see all. You have to, you have to be a hard worker. What do you think about what I'm saying? Maybe I should show you scriptures. Proverbs 6. Six. Go to the ants, thou sluggard, thou lazy man. Go to Proverbs chapter six. Go to the ant, thou sluggard. It's in the Bible. Thou what? You lazy man. Let's read message. I'm sure it will help us. You lazy fool. Look at an ant. Watch it closely. Let it teach you a thing or two. Laziness. It's a problem. It is easy to be on on on, on a phone very easy to be on the phone to just be browsing scrolling going and coming you are wasting time man hours you're wasting it 
on something that will not bring you anything. Something that is going to stir you up for foolishness. Make you more desire things you can never have because of your laziness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Desire things you can never have because of, your laz- because of the laziness. You want money, you need to work. You need to what? Be there. See, I decide to work. See, I receive grace to work. Yeah, there's grace to work hard. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 10. Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. And the grace of God, eh? by, by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all. I worked more, ab- I worked harder more than all of them. Not yet, not I, but the grace of God which was with me. So there's grace to work hard. Receive grace to work hard. In your chosen, listen, you're the one who created a Twitter. He sat behind the computer for many, many hours old, to create what you are enjoying. Old. And he's not using it. <laughs> you must decide to be the one to be watched not the one who watches if you are sitting behind a tv and you are watching all the things happening you shouldn't only watch things happening you should be watched you should be part of the things that are watched that's what you should decide you should be part of the things that make the news the people who make the news because of something good not foolish things because of something good you've made the news that is the desire. You don't, don't come out of the cultural Ghanaian thing that we have where nobody wants to become anything. All everybody wants to do is to cut everybody down. I don't know if you see what I'm talking about. It's a, it's a demon that the principality in Ghana is a principality of laziness, pro- procrastination. Yes, and not wanting anybody to cross the borders of the country. Anything. I mean, we ask silly questions like, oh, I mean, what, what will I do with all that money? What will you do with all that money? What are you talking about? This is my business, my small business. I mean, it's working. I'm able to eat. I'm able to drink. You, you, what are you talking about? The principality of Nigeria is not like that. He wants everybody to make it big. The good principality in Nigeria. <laughs> the, 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 the demonic one wants everybody to do it the wrong way. Over there. Hallelujah. So come out of that thing. Everyone my small done something small, it's our business that's working. You should want to become international. <laughs> Look at how we are struggling because some people are fighting somewhere. Ukraine is fighting Russia, so we can't have wheat. Bread is becoming more expensive. Bread that was being sold for, was it 12 Ghana cities, now 28. It's now 28. It's, what's right now is 28 Ghana cities because we don't have flour. Can't you produce flour in our, in our country? we sit down and just cross our hands and another demon in Ghana is I'm too young I'm too young you are 35 you are too young you want all your hair to become gray before you know that you are growing and you are supposed to be married by now you are not married you are a man you are a man you are 25 turning 26 and you have not even thought about marriage you have not prayed about it. You don't pray. Nothing. Your mind is not there. What are you talking about? And you are making the lady suffer. 
Because the ladies are waiting for you to marry them and you are not, you are not showing anything. No show. No show. You're a boy. You don't want to have responsibility. That's, it's a problem. It's a great problem. You should want to have responsibility. Yes. I'm too young. What do you mean by you're too young? What are you talking about? Become more spiritual. When you become more spiritual, you know that you have to marry early. You will know. Yeah, because you can't be spiritual and not marry. Because you don't want any sexual problems all over the place. Do you understand? If you're a Christian and you really love the Lord and you really you don't want to have sex everywhere, you will marry early. Yes. I married when I was just 26. Yes, 26. It's been 10 years since I got married. Yes, 10 years. I was just 26 years old. I didn't have much. But I knew it's very important. Yeah. Yeah. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 7 is in the Bible. God told me, don't say I'm only a boy. I'll tell you where to go and you would be there. You go there. I'll tell you what to say and you see, you say it. That's why everything's in the Bible. You are, you are only a boy. You are not only a boy. You are a man. You should be making certain tough decisions now. Yes. Do you understand? You have crossed that. You are not thinking about marriage. You are not praying about it. And you are making the lady struggle. And you keep saying, I want a certain body type. It's clear that you don't, you don't understand a lot. You are not praying much. And you are not reading much. You don't know what marriage is for. And you don't understand why. You see, after all the things that you have been hearing, you have not really paid attention to it. My son, give me your heart and let your eyes observe my ways. You see, you can be looking and not really observe. You are looking, but you are not observant. You are not, you are not observant. You just look and pass. You are not supposed to look and pass. You must observe. Yes, you must observe. If you are not observant, you will not see a lot of things. This is what I'm talking about. Yes. You have to marry. Hmm? Early. So that by the time you are 60 and they say you are going on retirement, all your children would have finished university. You've not thought about those things. Now you are 60 and you are now struggling. Because your first child is 10 years old. Your first child is 10 years old. You can't retire. You can't do, you can't do some things. You will keep changing your football age. Minus 10, minus 15. You are 60, but now you say you are 45. There's a man in America like that that I know of. Eh? At the time this was happening, he was 70. But on his record, he was 55. You know, and he was doing a job that uh, a 70 year old cannot do. So he's, he's dying as he's doing it. But he, uh, you see, the white people, too, they will leave you. I mean, you say, you say you are 55. Just enjoy it. That's what you say. You are 45. So just enjoy yourself. And he's struggling with it and he's dying and he still has to do it so that he can get some small money. You've not thought about a lot of things. Yes, you've not thought about a lot of things. All you are thinking about is fornication. Or masturbation. Because masturbation is like you don't need a wife. The Lord have mercy on all of us in Jesus' name. Receive mercy now in Jesus' name. You like what I'm saying or you don't like what I'm saying? Yeah, grace to marry. Receive grace to marry. To marry early. I've told you, you don't need, you don't need $100,000 to marry. This could have been a wedding. This service could have been a wedding. Yes, it's very simple. You don't need to invite many people and worry whether people will come to your wedding or not. This is Sunday service. Everybody's here. Sunday morning, you have 500 people here sitting. 
and then you come, you walk in, we bless the wedding, we continue up and preach. It's finished. When we finish, everybody go home. You just do something small for you and your family. So, Bolo, we don't need to give us anything. Don't give us anything. Because we came to Sunday church service, not because for our food. We came to come and hear the word of God. We've heard the word of God. We are going home. Yeah, so after the service, you and your family and your, your friends, close friends, MC whatever, cell group, you go and sit somewhere. You just eat some fufu here and there. That's all. You are married. Instead of splashing the money on uh, uh, decor. Decor. There's something they step on, they dance on. And there's something you dance on. There's something you dance on at reception. What's it called? Who are the creators? What you dance on, they dance on. The groom and the bride glass something with lights inside and then they are dancing. The rent is how much? 6,000, 7,000. 6,000. It depends on what type, the number of plates. Nonsense. 7,000. You can use it. You can fly. You can fly to Dubai. With the, you and your beloved. You and your beloved wife. And spend 10,000 happily on yourselves. Do you understand? Instead of buy, using it for that decor person to be able to travel to America with his, his, his family. You would dance on the floor. Eh? Meanwhile, you don't have anywhere to sleep. You don't have a house. There's nowhere to play. You are dancing. You are just dancing. So that you can have a certain type of video, a certain type of, for, for Insta, for Insta, whatever. For the gram. For the gram. If it's not madness, what else is it? Tell me, if it's not madness, what else is it? Pure madness. You have bought pressure for yourself. Yes, I saw two weddings yesterday. One very simple. I bless that wedding. Very simple. Well, there. Very simple wedding. And we are done. Everybody's gone home. They are going to be happy. And I saw another one somewhere else with that thing on the floor. And they are dancing. And I said, Look at this. Look at these people. They don't have money. They are all starting life. They are now starting life. They are now starting life. 26, 25. They are now starting life. You are spending 7,000 on floor. On the floor. On the floor. Then tables and the church. So when you do a decoration for a church, normal church service is 4,000 for the church. Amazing. And what it like, you do some umbrella there, you and your husband, your bridesmaid, that one also comes with a cost. But if you have your chairs, like the, ch- the church has a chairs that you want to use. But if the person brings the chair the chairs, and everything, yeah. it also comes Another with... Another cost. Yes. It comes with a cost. And the refreshments. You see, there are some you use the chair, that, the thing is very white. Yeah. You cover it. That one yeah. too comes with a cost. Another cost. Yes. Like everything costs. Yes, everything comes with and a cost. And nothing, it normally is 1000 Yes. 500,000. No, 500 is just It's not no ni- so nice. <laughs> the table and the normal table and you use the, I don't know, cup, I don't know, the, the cloth to cover it. That's normal the cloth, the one you sleep in the, in the house. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the 500. Wow! What a shock! So you have guys who can marry, but they are not marrying. Yes, the fear costs. High maintenance. Pests and diseases. All these are the reasons why you can't go out with anybody. Fear of competition. Fear of competition. 
This is Proverbs chapter 5, verse 18. Bless your fresh flowing fountain. Enjoy the wife you married as a young man. Yes. Young man, when you have strength, you can do certain types of things. Instead of wasting your energy on all kinds of girls. Eh? Wasting money. Every girl, money. As you are cutting a person, you start paying some things. Take me out. Papaya, this one. Hostel fee. Even now you are paying hostel fee. Hey, we are doing things so. You are paying hostel fee now. I didn't know. In that time when, in my time, I was not paying hostel fee. Where, I mean, it's just normal something. Now you're paying hostel fee. Hey! In our time, was banana. When you come, you buy banana and you come. And then we all eat. We both eat the banana. <laughs> now you're paying hostel fee. Hey! Hallelujah. Yeah. Spirituality. The more spiritual you are, the more, like, you want to get some things done and then continue your life. Yes. You don't want to involve, get all kinds of things. Yeah. You see, you throw away laziness. Laziness will live your life. Yes. You become more practical. When you're not spiritual, you're not practical. You have high dreams, but you can't do what you're supposed to do too. You can't do anything. You have very opulent dream. This one will do this, will do that. But you can't, you can't implement anything because of your lack of spirituality. The more spiritual you are, the more you understand process. You know that everything goes through process. That we need to move from A to B, from B to C gradually and get where you're supposed to get. It looks slow, but actually that works. That works. Nothing is built just like that. Everything takes time. If only I can hammer. You want to do one deal that you can use to buy a car, a house, or whatever. It, it doesn't exist. Haven't you noticed that it doesn't exist? Yes. All those, the side that you're doing juju, you've used your mother or your, your big brother, something. If your big brother is like that, we don't know who use who. <laughs> yeah. Or you're scamming. You are compelled to scam, yes. Because a, a, a $160,000 car, you want to buy just like that. Yes. You don't know that it takes time to buy $160,000 car. You need, to, you need to do some things. Yes. You grow into it gradually. You can start with a car that is 12,000 Ghana cities. You, see, you don't want that. 12,000 Ghana CD car. That has the gear. When you are changing the gear, it makes no gru gru gru. That is how it is. There's nothing wrong. Kia morning, something. Hello. Instead of having, it's like you are seeing a Honda Civic 20, 2020 model with this one. It's like, hey, Charlie, I'll go do some. Hey, I'll go do. You don't have the money for it. Why don't you start from somewhere? If you have to double up in the spirit, like you have to become more, the Holy Spirit will give you ideas. You see, this guy became a millionaire by the Holy Spirit. Things. Do this. Do that. And then he's not lazy about it. He moves. Go to the end, you sluggard. You lazy fool. See, I'll never be lazy in my life. You must be hardworking. Go to that place. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6. Hardworking. Eh? You lazy fool. Take, look at an ant. Watch it closely. Let it teach you a thing or two. Verse 7. Nobody has to tell it what to do. Nobody has what? Tell it what to do. Let's read King James. Which having no guide, overseer, or ruler. No guide, overseer, or ruler. The ant moves without a guide, without overseer, without a ruler. He's getting his food. 
is storing up for the days of winter, provided the meat in summer and gather the food in the harvest. You see, making plans. Ants can make plans that at this season we need to store so that when the season comes where we can't go out, we can eat and be happy and grow. So when the time comes for him to work hard, for him to work hard, it's working. You see ants moving, carrying things. If you like, leave your bread there. By the time you come in the morning, half is gone. They will carry it small, 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 small. You think nothing is happening. You'll be there. They're carrying everything. How long will you sleep? You see, laziness is typified by sleep. Liking sleep. I'm reading the Bible to you. You like too much sleep. 12 hours sleep. 15 hours sleep. Your hobby is sleeping. Wow. Some have told you that. Your hobby, you'll be very poor. You can sow your seeds, don't worry. So you can sow all you want. But you'll be very poor. I tell you. Yes. You see, seed sowing is not an exchange. You don't exchange it for hard work. No, 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 no. no. You don't. It does something, but it doesn't replace hard work. It doesn't replace hard work. Hmm? Sleep. Sleep all the time. All the time. During the day, you are asleep. In the night, you are asleep. In the morning, you are asleep. All the time. And it's not that, oh, you are, it's not that you, you've done a very wild job and you are trying to rest. You are recuperating on this one. You are always on your bed. Always on your, you, you have to use all kinds of means to get money. Yes. Do you see? You must become spiritual. Charlie, prayer is hard work. If you are not serious, you can't pray for an hour on your own. You will sleep right now. Ah, all this while is just two minutes. Then you take your phone. You take your phone. You see that you'll be on your phone for an hour easily. I'm just saying, I don't know if you are. If, So decide to allow the Holy Spirit to help you. Decide to allow the Holy Spirit to guide you. You see, go for go for the ministry of the Spirit. Go for spirituality. Okay? Yes. Read your Bible. Honestly. Oh. Me, I know that's that's the only thing that will make me succeed. So that's what I go for it. Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. But thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. It says the word of God will make you prosperous. You, become, you have to become more spiritual. More spiritual. Because there are a lot of things that are fighting against you that want to keep you. Or, uh, prosperity does not come with age. Like, oh, as I'm growing, I'll be prospering. It's not true. Haven't you seen it around? It doesn't come with age. Yes. Actually, it becomes more difficult as you go. If you, don't, if you didn't put in certain measures when you were younger. This is the time for you to make, make certain decisions. Make a decision to follow God properly. Do you see? To follow God. Not fake. Not pitching your tent between Sodom and Gomorrah. At the, at the shores of Sodom and Gomorrah. Decide to go fully. Hmm? David went fully with God. He prospered. Yes. God said... This guy has followed me fully, holy. Eh? Yes. A man after my heart. That's, that's how God described David. 
How many of you would like to be like David and have that kind of success he had? There, there's something that the Lord, you, you need to do with the Lord. Follow the Lord hard. I'm not letting you go. Hallelujah. Yes. Hard. You are into the word. You are into prayer. You are into fellowship with the spirit. You are into meditation. These are the things. Very, Christianity is very simplified. Following the spirit. Praying. Allowing him to help you pray. Allowing him to help you study the word. Allowing him to help you meditate on the word. That's it. That's it. And then he helps you to make decisions. At per time. Just follow his leading. As many as are led by the spirit of God. They are the sons of God. Just follow. If you follow his leading. Gradually. You bring to prosperity. He will bring you to prosperity. You'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. He will show you what you are doing that is not correct. If you follow them, he will correct you. You'll be shocked. Has the Holy Spirit ever corrected you before? Rebuked you about something? That you are being foolish. Stop talking like this. Have you, has it ever happened to you before? That is, the, that is the Holy Spirit trying to make you a success. It's a blessing. He will correct you. Sharp correction. You will be like, hey, I shouldn't have said this. He will show you how to say sorry. He will show you how to be humble. Because humility has a lot to do with prosperity. Yes. If, you are, if humility is not there, you will not ask certain type of questions. Do you see? Pride makes you think that you know everything. When they are saying, when they are saying something you need, you say you don't need it. Pride is what prevents a lot of people from being blessed. Because when you are supposed to say, I, I don't know, help me, you say you know, I don't need help. And you keep going in your folly. They say foolishness is doing the same old things and expecting a different result. Laziness is, is a problem. You need to wake up to do your quiet time. If you think that will help you prosper, you should do it because it, it will help you prosper. So I pray for grace for you to do what you know you are supposed to do. Because you see, that it's a, it's, there's an aspect where you need to do, and the Lord gives you grace for it. Yes. Allow, you see, tell God, thank you for working in me to do what I'm supposed to do. That, that is how you do it. You see, Philippians chapter 2, verse verse 13. Look at Philippians chapter 2, verse 13. He says, For it is God which worketh in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Now, let's read this in the Amplified. Christianity is very simple. You don't need to struggle about anything. All the things that you are told to do, the Lord helps you to do it. Your job is not to block the Lord. It's all all you need to do is to, to allow him to flow through you. To learn to be more dependent on him. I don't know if I'm making sense. Yes, to learn to be more dependent on him. All the things that you are told to do, you actually can't do on your own. You need the help of the Holy Spirit. So when they tell you, do, do this, read your Bible. Dear Holy Spirit, help me read my Bible. That's how you respond. Dear Holy Spirit, help me read my Bible. And you'll be shocked that he will start helping you to read your Bible. The Bible will become more attractive for you. Am I making sense? Yes, it will start becoming more attractive. If you try to do it on a normal, natural way, it doesn't work. You need the help of the Holy Spirit. So he says, not in your own strength. Don't obey God in your own strength. For it is God who is all the while, at, all the while effectually at work in you. God is working in you. So agree with the God you are at work in me. Say God is working in me. Say like you mean it. God is working in me. Thank you, Father, that you are working in me. Thank you that you are working in me. Yes. Both says, for it is God who is all the while at, effectually at work in you energizing and creating in you the power and the desire 
both to will and to work for his good pleasure and satisfaction and delight. So you start thanking him for working in you. Thank you that you are working in me to, to, to have desire, to have power, to will and to work for your own good pleasure and satisfaction and delight. Help me more, Holy Spirit. Help me more. When you wake up in the morning, help me the Holy Spirit to read, to pray, to do what I'm supposed to do. I receive strength and health from you to do it. Then you physically take what you're supposed to take. And as you take the Bible, the Lord will start helping you. That's how you receive the help. Because if I stretch my hands to help you, you need to also stretch your hands to help, to be helped. Do you understand? That's, that's what I've been talking about. You stretching your hands out to be helped. Okay? Yes. So stretch your hands out to be helped. How? By agreeing with the Holy Spirit. By tell, using the scripture for yourself. You are working me. You are working me, both to will and to do your own good pleasure. Working me more, Lord. Working me more to become more spiritual, to become more committed. In the name, I, I receive your help. Yes, I receive your help. I receive your strength. I receive your wisdom. You are wisdom for me. Make me wiser, more wiser and wiser. Help me make proper choices. That, that is it. Father, I notice that I'm, I'm, I have a tendency of being lazy. Everybody knows what you have a tendency of becoming. You know you have a tendency of having foolish thoughts. If you check your thoughts throughout the day, you, you don't like it. So what do you do? Ask the Holy, dear Holy Spirit, help me think the right thoughts. I receive the right thoughts from you in the name of the Lord Jesus. You see, the Holy Spirit is called our helper. He's called what? That is how the Bible calls him in John chapter 14. Look at John chapter 14, verse, verse 16. I will not leave you. It says, and I'll ask the Father and he'll give you another comforter. Let's read King James. Yeah. Comforter, that he may abide with you forever. I will pray the Father and shall give you another Next verse, verse 17. Even the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because he did neither know him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and shall be in you. Next verse. I will not leave you comfortless or helpless. I will come to you. You see? I will come, the word comfortless is helpless or, or as orphans. It says, I will come to how? Through the ministry of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is there to help you. What do you do? The Holy Spirit is a perfect gentleman. If I need this gentleman to come and help me carry this, this pulpit, what do I need to do? I need to ask him, please, can you help me carry the pulpit? And he will, being a gentleman, he will come and then come and help. That's how the Holy Spirit too is. The Holy Spirit needs to be asked. You need to ask him. So stop struggling for nothing. Learn to ask. Dear Holy Spirit, please help me with this. Please, I realize that I, I, I don't know how to choose. If I'm going to choose a beloved by myself, I'll make a lot of mistakes. Help me choose. That's the kind of prayer you pray. Help me choose. You're going to choose breast and buttocks? Or height and, and build? It'd be height and build you go chop. No, you have made a very big mistake. Height, like he must have a certain type of height. Yes, like this. Height. How does this bring money? How does this bring money? How does this bring wisdom? How does this take you to America? How does this... No, I mean, you should be... You are not... You have to think. How does this... Eh? Oh. Someone told me, someone, one of our ladies told me that. 
Pastor, I'm short. I need a tall brother. So that our children can be tall. You are, there's something wrong. How about your parents? So you mean that your parents didn't have wisdom? And they might then give back to you that you are short. You see, and there was a well-to-do brother who was short around. Yes, well-to-do brother who was short around, around her. Who had fallen in love with her. Completely. Yes, head over heels. Maddy in love. But the only problem was that he was short. He was hanging around for a long time. And he hung around for three years. And I spoke to her for three years, and she didn't agree. Now she's still single. Forward. The guy is, he has moved forward, cry. So we are we are still praying. I'm a pastor, so I have to pray. I'm just praying for him. Yes. My if I don't pray for her, I'll be sinning. So my job is to pray for her. I'm, I'm still praying for her. Lord. It's me again. Do something for your daughter. I spoke to her at length. She didn't she didn't mind. She didn't mind. She's still single now. Yes. The guy was working. Is working. Focused. Spiritual. Spiritual. Yeah, it's well to do. I mean, humble. you would humble. Oh. Very easy to work with. I mean, if you say you should jump, you will jump. I mean, uh, do you understand? He's very, he's a Christian, correct Christian. The only problem is that he's not tall. That was his fault. And that was his fault that he's not tall. So this girl says no for three years. Yes. Oh, he's found someone who doesn't care about height. Yeah, she doesn't care. Yes, she doesn't care about height. They are, they are okay. They are marrying soon. And she will attend their wedding. Yes. Yes. Wow. The Holy Spirit will show you. He will help you. He will tell you that, listen, you are being a foolish girl. What will height do for you? Haven't you heard of recessive genes? You can be too short people, you give it to a tall person. Prophet Jeremy's parents are, are not tall. They are not his height. Prophet they are not his height at all. They are not his build at all. If you know you know they are not his height, they are not his build at all. That's a child they produced. Yes, that is the child they produced. Yes. Their family members were ready when the child came. They were like, ah, who is this? <laughs> this is the child God has given to us. We didn't carry it from the mother and from the father. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he's like the Holy Spirit will show you. Yes. As you are musing in your heart. I want someone who has, uh, if he doesn't have a car, if he doesn't have a, 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 a Benz, C-Cross, Mercedes, you do, you, you do have a Benz. If, she, if he doesn't have a Benz, me, I don't like those, th- I, 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 I don't want to walk. I don't want Corolla. You don't want Corolla. Hey, sister. Now you know the names, the names of the cars. Previously, the girls didn't know the names of the cars. A car was a car. Now you know the difference between a Corolla and a Mercedes-Benz. The Lord is watching you. Receive grace to not think about any of these things. Just, oh. There's a musician in this country who, who was from a very, very poor home. Very, very, extremely poor. To the extent that he didn't have a place to sleep. Sleeping on the streets. And because of the house of God, you know, he walked into the house of God, he got born again, and people in church started helping him. Small, small. So he spent some time with this family, spent some time with this family like that. Gradually, he developed music. He could sing. started singing and all of that. Hmm? Now, as I talk to you, 
is it by just by following the lord and becoming serious with the lord going in step when the holy spirit says do this he will do it you make a mistake but then you come back let's continue gradually 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 you see his wife was having a baby not long ago and the wife could fly out of the country i mean we wanted we wanted him to come and do something for us and he couldn't come because oh, I'm, I'm i'm out i'm in america my wife is having a baby in america. he was on the streets just 25 years ago he was on the streets streets of Accra. this same Accra. 25 years ago he was on the streets of Accra. 25 years later his wife is having a baby and she's having a baby in america yes it's flown there it's been able to fly the wife you're having a baby he's gone for months and he's there he's controlling things can you imagine that's what the lord does if you follow the lord allowing him to help you to make a lot of a difference the problem we have is that we quenched we, we quench the spirit you see don't quench let the spirit be a flame in you you see by speaking in tongues more more often when you wake up in the morning you just start speaking in tongues create an atmosphere start playing some songs start start reading something start and every day you are in that atmosphere for for guidance for guidance to come Gu- you need guidance you need guidance you need you'll be shocked at the place where I, where I was when i had god tell me about about certain things in the sometimes in a place where you did you never think the holy spirit what, what if you were not in the spirit at that time you wouldn't have heard it i don't know if you understand what i'm saying it pays to be spiritual it pays to be spiritual i see the lord helping you more and more yes and i see you allowing his help you know asking for his help and allowing his help more and more not in your own will for it is god who worketh in you both to will and to do of his own good pleasure i see the lord helping you to do to be willing to create more willingness in you and the ability giving you ability to do what he's telling you to do in jesus mighty name amen god bless you for listening we pray that the word of god will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's Word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T Podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in, and enjoy God's Word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.